never dated a hot guy who I who I felt like respect for. <laughs> Um, yeah. On this episode of The Commercial Break. I don't force women into giving me a blowjob before my sermon. I ask politely. They do it for God. They do it for Jesus. That's right. They're feminists. S my D for Jesus. (laughs) I got got my D up on the cross. (laughs) That's what the cross is, just two dicks. I'm sacrificing my D just like the Lord sacrificed himself. Something's got to give, and it's my dick. Thank the baby. (laughs) That's right. I believe in feminism. (laughs) The next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. Kittens, welcome back to the commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the person voted most likely to hate my voice, Christina, our executive editor. Best to you, Christina. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. How the hell are you? Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Yes, T, uh, our good friend, Hoadley, the person who normally sits in this chair, I must remind you, is out temporarily while she deals with a family issue. We're sending all the love and healing over their way, and I know that uh, she is eager to get back in the chair. Yes. She heard your voice, and she called me immediately. <laughs> she said, Brian, said, get rid of her. Yes. Does that mean my paycheck is going somewhere? And I was like, <laughs> paycheck? What paycheck are you talking about? I don't make any fucking money on this show. Uh, you're the only one that gets paid here, Christina. <laughs> Love that for me. Love that for you, too. <laughs> so, uh, yes, to all of the people who... we First of all, we had a couple comments about oh. you on the show, Ringy. all positive. I think that was a good sign. Okay. So you accepted the second invitation. We'll see how this one goes. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the nature of the TCB audience is fickle, so we'll have to see what happens. Hopefully and people then, don't hate me as much as I hate everyone on Hinge. <laughs> I just found that to be so fascinating. I was just <laughs> on the phone with Chrissy, and she had listened to the episode, <clears throat> some of the episode, and she was like, aren't you so glad we're not single anymore? And I was like, I am so glad we're not single anymore. It's not good. <laughs> I felt excited to be single when I was single. I never felt like anything was wrong or I was lonely. Uh-huh. But I realize now how greener the pastures are when, I mean, in my opinion, in okay. my perspective, when there's just some, like, as far as relationships are concerned, when there's some long-term yes. stability there, mm-hmm. it does feel good. Like, I don't think I was missing anything when I was single. I wasn't like, yeah. I didn't have a broken leg or a broken heart. But I do enjoy, quite frankly, waking yeah. up and knowing that I have a uh, supportive partner. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are definitely are days where I'm like, nobody loves me, everybody hates me, and that's Stop why it. I eat worms, you know? <laughs> that's I, why I kick it's, dirt. It's really hard you're, sometimes. You're fine. You're going to find the one. Yeah. I have uh, full most confidence. Of the time I'm, I'm cool and chill. You're mm-hmm. also just a child. So yeah, I'm just a little. You're just a little. That's what, my, that's what <laughs> one of my daughters says. She's... It, <laughs> Some days she's little, some days she's big. It depends on what she wants from us. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, sometimes she's like, I'm a baby still. And I'm like, you are. And then other times she's like, I'm big. I can do that. I can watch Scream 4, Daddy. No, you cannot. <laughs> I get that. She's an icon. She is. Yeah. Who? My daughter. daughter? Yes. She's really she relatable. <laughs> she, <laughs> she's already had four outfit changes today. Same. <laughs> she does costume changes throughout the day. Oh, uh, So do I. Ugh. I, I really do. Do you? Yeah, I can't yeah, help it. Me too. My wife hates it. She she dri- <laughs> it drives her crazy. I don't wear one t-shirt a day. I wear mm-hmm. four t-shirts a day. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know. Sometimes it's just like I'm uncomfortable all of a sudden and I need to change. I get an itch in my snitch mm-hmm. and I have to go find another t-shirt Ooh. to wear. Oh, wow. 
but people enjoyed you on the show. Okay, so, good. and then many people saying that, um, asking about Hodley, and she is fine. Everything is okay between Hodley and I, between the show and I, with Chrissy, she's okay physically and, and mentally. I think her, she's just dealing with some stuff emotionally, uh, like every family goes through. Yeah. And, um, and we wish her well. And we wish Papa Joe well too, who is, uh, who is sick and in the hospital right now. And, uh, in hospice, she she told me that uh, that I could share that information. Uh, the iconic Papa Joe, who Aww. at eighty two years old, when I first met him, mm-hmm. I walked into a Christmas party that he was throwing. He worked down at the Georgia Farmers Market, okay, and he was like a purveyor there. But he had worked there for so long that he was like the custodian of the Georgia Farmers Market and the international man of mystery. A playboy of oh epic proportions, a, a legendary coxman. And so <laughs> Chrissy invites me. We're, we're just newly friends. We've been friends for like six or eight months. She invites me to come to this Christmas party that he is throwing for the workers of this. Oh, my God. Christina, when I tell you this, I say this without a bit of irony, sarcasm, or indulgence. When I walked in, he was 82 years old. He was on the dance floor running circles around people half his age, and he was dancing with a woman who was so spectacularly gorgeous, probably 30 years younger than he was. And it wasn't, she wasn't doing this to like pacify Papa Joe. Uh They ended up dating, they ended up being a, a couple for a long time. And I just was mesmerized by the way that he could navigate through a room without a bit of chauvinism, Mm -hmm. without a bit of like, um, uh, but without being patronizing, he was just one of those guys that he he is Damn. one of those guys that you just felt his presence no matter where you go. You were better for having met him. And oh. so uh, we love him very much. He is in his 90s. So this is this is what happens. This mm. is what happens for sure. Fucking sucks. Fucking sucks, man. <laughs> so Christina and I were just talking about mm-hmm. this. I want you to share this information with the listener. <laughs> Christina was explaining to me when we were testing the microphones that uh, what's her name? Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. She talks in a high-toned voice that is absolutely obnoxious for a reason. <laughs> I'm saying it's obnoxious, not Christina. Yeah, I love Ari. I'm not going to lie. I love Ari. I just, I think that that but, voice that she uses. Yeah. So, like, you can tell, obviously, like, in the past when she was on shows and stuff, she would use, well, before her character had that voice, Yeah. she would use this, like, normal speaking voice. And so, like, if I'm speaking to you right now just like this... That's normal, but she uses this like affectation where you sort of raise your voice a little bit and you don't really use. You don't take the, you yeah, don't use any tone. You t- talk yeah. just a little bit higher up and um, it <laughs> sounds so, stupid. it sounds so stupid, but you talk like this, it's a little bit softer and it's supposed to be a lot better for your vocal cords. So she sounds like an idiot baby, but she does sound I like love an idiot it. baby. <laughs> you know what else? It, so I never, I never knew this until you told me this, but I know that there are uh-huh. legendary singers protect their voices in yeah. legendary ways. I think Whitney Houston demanded that it be a certain humidity in the room. Probably. And it had to be a certain temperature in the room so that she could sing appropriately. Celine Dion mm-hmm. is notorious for being fickle and finicky about yeah. the conditions around her with her voice and she doesn't talk. I mean, if the, it's too dry. If it's too dry. right up. Yes. How does she talk? She's a <laughs> French-Canadian. Oh, I, so. I don't think I could do a Celine Dion <laughs> impression. I have to tell you this, and I'm sure this is going to be no surprise to the listeners here, uh, because I'm not a legendary coxman. <laughs> but it, sometimes I have this music playlist on YouTube, uh-huh. and sometimes I'll play it when I'm sitting here on the computer and I'm doing something. You know, the videos that go back and forth. 
I had this video of Celine Dion performing uh, all by myself in Canada in this in this auditorium. She and then she's like lifted up on this platform fifty feet above the stage, was you know all by myself. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that fucking song and that performance, but it gets me every time. <laughs> you cry? I don't know. Not You're cry. Just emotional. Chills. Chills. Like the, the goose pimples. <laughs> I get chills. Um, I don't know. Reminds I, me of Bridget Jones's diary. <laughs> My that life is iconic a scene, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me, that's man. You. She's like drinking a bottle of like wine and she's alone on like new year's eve or something mm. and i'm like that's me <laughs> <laughs> but no longer are you alone you get to listen to my voice for editing oh, purposes yay. yay i love my uh, job <laughs> I, I i find it really interesting that ariana grande is protects her voice in that mm-hmm. manner because it really does make her sound like a little bit of a baby yeah she has it's a weird little baby voice it's a weird little affectation it's not the same <laughs> as, as baby dante i will say that oh baby dante <laughs> baby dante that's not baby dante no. <laughs> that's a good one too hi i'm Ariana grande <laughs> I appreciate you coming to my concert. I have helium in the room to protect my voice. I now like to sing all my songs in the register of A minus. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, she does hit those whistle tones. You gotta say it's a little weird, isn't it? It's weird, but it, God, it's amazing. It is amazing. I, I did always... see her in concert once, and I oh, was did you? blown away. Yeah, does she do like a lot of concerts? I'm, I'm not. Yeah, she on... had like a huge tour i don't know it was like the sweetener thank you next tour that's what i went to okay i don't know if she's i don't think she's toured since then did you read about how miley cyrus was saying that her wrecking ball tour she had to pay for all of by herself and she lost a bunch of money i did not hear that it's a very interesting read if you if you get a chance google it It was like a couple of weeks ago i don't think it made a a, like big news but Hmm. she explained that no one would back her tour for, I, I guess that kind of makes sense. She was in her bangers era. Yeah, the bangers tour. That's yeah. right. It was. It, the, it, it was, was the a weird era. time. Uh, yeah, she was fucking but a lot of things on stage. God, she and does. She does switch genres like a boss. Like I think that is so sick that you that she switches genres all the time. Like her rock album. She's got obviously country. She's got like pop. She's got it all. I think the one thing that I really appreciate about Miley Cyrus, and I consider myself a Miley Cyrus fan. Oh, okay. Because I'm queen. way too old. <laughs> I love that. I, <laughs> it's me, Ariana. <laughs> um, the one thing that I really appreciate about Miley Cyrus, because I'm way too old to have liked her during the whatever mm-hmm. that show was on Disney. Oh, I, yeah. Hannah Montana. Yeah, I did not know. Ab- I knew about Hannah Montana, but did not know Miley Cyrus was Hannah Montana for years. The one thing that I'm sorry I didn't. What do you expect out of me? So embarrassing. All right, it's embarrassing, but it's the truth. I mean, Hannah Montana. I was like in my late teens when Hannah Montana came out, so I, I wouldn't have been interested. No, you in weren't. It. You were like 30. I don't know if I was that. I was in my early teens. You're in your early teens. Yeah, I when was Hannah like Montana. A tween. You yeah, you were like 12. I was like in middle school. Okay, so maybe I was in my 20s when Hannah Montana was out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Brian's trying to pretend that he's young and cool. Next thing you know, he's going to be like, I'm a Gen Z. <laughs> I just admitted that I like Celine Dion <laughs> all like by Celine myself. Dion? And that I like Miley Cyrus and Ariana Grande. He's a chameleon. Yeah, I'm definitely not trying to pretend I'm young and cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old and out of it. <laughs> One of the things that I just love about Miley Cyrus that I think is so enduring is her absolute credibility. She oh, yeah. is herself. Mm-hmm. And she, t- she she doesn't give any fucks. Yeah. She does what she wants to do. She is who she is. She is constantly evolving. She is a badass bitch who mm-hmm. just 
owns her own personality. And I think that is very attractive in in humans in general. When I see someone that owns who they are, Mm -hmm. all the quirkiness, all the weirdness, all the outlandishness, when I see someone that owns that, I may not necessarily like their music or appreciate their art, Mm -hmm. but I do appreciate them being who they are. Yeah. Only not. Unlike Ron DeSantis... (laughs) I was waiting for that You're one. You're waiting for that one? Do you like that smooth? Uh-huh, yeah, I felt it. I felt it coming. A, I call that a segue there, Christina. <laughs> That's, wow, the terms of the biz. <laughs> the terms of the biz. Segway. Celebrity. Entertainment. Brian. <laughs> Brian. Hollywood. Jazz entertainment. Hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> I, you sent me this article. I immediately went mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole. <laughs> it, let's take the politics completely out of it, right? Ron DeSantis is a class A asshat of a human. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yes. stand the guy. No. I just can't stand him. Terrible. I think he's a real fucking shithead. Uh-huh. I don't think he's a Republican. I don't think he's a Democrat. He's I think a he's fool. A, yeah, he's a fool, and he's a like a mini uh, uh, dictator wannabe. He's yes. just he's, he has such Napoleon complex, and now it makes absolute sense. <laughs> now we why? get it. Mm-hmm. Now we get it. So for those of you that may not have gone down the same rabbit hole that mm-hmm. Christina and I happen to be in, the word on the street is Ron DeSantis uses platform shoes, which is what platforms in his shoes, lifts, Mm -hmm. which is why he is always wearing those stupid fucking cowboy boots (laughs) that tilt up at the bottom. You know, there's like little elf shoes. They look so dumb. Have you seen the video of like the Awaxa singers in Mexico that wear the the shoes that look like I don't think I have, but I think I can picture it. Yeah. But imagine it way exaggerated. Yes. Like imagine a shoe that is elongated at the toe, Mm Curls upward. It's giving Buddy the elf. It's giving Buddy the elf, elf vibes, mm-hmm. but it is really a fashion statement <laughs> for some of these mariachi bands down in Mexico. Ron DeSantis is like a little, his shoes are a little bit less dramatic than that, but not by much. <laughs> nah, not really. Yeah. <laughs> and then, when he stands in that shoe, it literally looks like he's got a crick in his leg because yes. that's his heel. That's his, his heel. He's like sliding Halfway down up into the, the damn shoe. Boot yes. Because he's on his little tippy toes, just trying to be a bag man. <laughs> I can't believe this, but now it all makes sense as Doesn't to why it? he walks so weird, why oh he stands God. so weird, why those boots are always kicked out in a weird way. Mm-hmm. It all makes sense. Why you never see him in shorts, even though he lives down in Florida. Like it's mm-hmm. all making sense right now. Ron DeSantis, and the question is, after reading this extensive article that someone wrote about why Ron DeSantis is yeah. actually wearing platform I've seen like shoes. like 20 TikToks about it. Chris, I, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed too. <laughs> Some guy wrote like a 10,000 word essay and making his point, proving it with pictures, making God, drawings. Don't, don't you love the modern media? I hate the modern <laughs> media, but that's how I make my living. So I guess I should appreciate it in some sense. Maybe a little. Ron DeSantis is wearing platform shoes. Yeah. There is no doubt in my mind they are specially yeah. made for him. Mm-hmm. So now here's my question. Okay. Is he 5'9 with shoes, 5'3 without? Or is he 5'9 in real life, 6'2 or 3 with platform uh-huh. shoes? We need, to, we need to get some side-by-sides going. I know. We, we need, need to, to get, understand like, this. Compare him to someone who doesn't wear lifts, who we know doesn't wear lifts because they don't need to. They were comparing him to Donald Trump in this but we don't know if we can trust if he does or does not wear lift, lifts. I guess well, he's quite a tall man, but Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, he's like but six I wouldn't three. Put, it wouldn't put it. I wouldn't put it past him. No. to wear no lifts <laughs> no. because he's probably like 
makes me more intimidating, you know? <laughs> I got to get me some platform shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't even do a Trump I know voice. I've purposefully stayed away from it. That's fair. That's a George W. Bush voice, I think. <laughs> got to get me some platform shoes. <laughs> hey, Donald, let's go down to the bootery. <laughs> let's go down <laughs> to, to the, the bootery. To the leathery, and we'll get ourselves some platform shoes. Oh, man. I, uh, so there's there's side-by-side reference with Donald, mm-hmm. and Ron DeSantis does not look, he looks shorter, but not that dramatically shorter. Like okay. if you're six four and five nine, there's going to be a huge difference between the two people. Yeah, it does not look all that different in the pictures. It looks like there's probably Donald has three or four inches on him, not almost okay. a foot. So we'll guess he's like five eight, five nine, five eight, five nine, and just is, wearing really tall lifts. Do you, are you one of these people who has to have a, a relationship with someone that's taller or shorter no. than you? No, I always find that no, to be a little ridiculous. No, I, I did call five six twerps. I did talk about five, six trips on the last episode I was on. But that being said, no, I have uh, dated or had, had liaisons with young, young, not younger men. Well, a young, uh, don't lie uh, here. Shorter men. <laughs> shorter men and younger men. A little bit of a little column A, a little column B. What is the youngest person you have dated? Like age wise, what's the age gap? Um, well, okay, you've got to remember I'm fairly young. So, okay, the the worst gap was like, Four and a half years younger than That's me. That's not bad. Yeah, but like at the time it was like 22 and 28. Oh, yeah, that's a or whole no, difference. no, not 28. No, that's a whole scene. I can't yeah. do math. 22 and 26. 22 and 26. Yeah, that's a whole and scene. And then I like quickly turned 27 and I was like, oh my God, this is horrible. <laughs> I am dating the most immature man in the what? world. No, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. Because men's brains don't stop growing till we're 37 oh, yeah. years old. He, rumor has it he's still working on that brain. <laughs> rumor has it. I wouldn't know. He's still eating cereal in his boxer shorts and forgetting to clean up his toilet seat. Definitely. Oh, God, that's so embarrassing uh, for me. I never understood why people had such a big deal about height differences. Yeah. Until I dated someone that was much taller than me. And oh, then I really? can understand. Yeah, I dated a woman who, and I'm five ten and a half ish change. I'm not mm-hmm. the tallest guy in the room. I'm not the shortest guy in the room. I'm kind of average, I think. But I dated someone that was six one. Okay. And then when she wore heels, which she liked mm-hmm. to do, she would be six three. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she was very tall. Yeah. And it, didn't f- it, it's not that I felt emasculated. Mm-hmm. It's that it felt weird to always look up at somebody. I guess mm-hmm. that was the weird I, part for me. I guess I like I wear heels a lot. I wear platforms a lot mm-hmm. as well. Me and Ron, um, <laughs> and like I, I wear my I wear platform Doc Martens a lot, and oh, I feel man. like you would hate that for me because you went through such a Doc Martin phase. Yes. But it's I love them. <laughs> I love Doc Martens, but I'm always like six foot in them. Yeah, and I kind of I love it. I love the power. You like being taller than the people in the yeah. room. You like being able to see over. I people. feel in charge. Yeah, and I feel like <laughs> it's also kind of hilarious when you're like with a, a five eight man, and it's just like face to breast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? Good for you, sir. <laughs> Good like, for you. And you're. He's like, I'm having. This is the best day of my life. Face full of titties. Like, look at this. <laughs> face I'm full like, of titties. Good, good for you, buddy. <laughs> As much as I'm sure you love listening to Brian Drone On, we really do have some bills to pay, like my salary. So go to tcbpodcast.com to find all of our audio and video. Check out our Instagram at The Commercial Break, our TikTok at TCB Podcast, and of course our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. You can also text us at 855-TCB-8383 with your thoughts and probably concerns. 
And now, let's listen to some sponsors so I can continue to have a job. This episode is brought to you by Regain Couples Therapy by BetterHelp. When someone is asking for relationship help or advice and someone else replies, making a relationship work takes hard work, I'm not even sure what that really means. You can go with all the low-hanging fruit, date night, scheduled intimate time, put the screens down, get a babysitter so you can get away from the kids for a couple of days. But I recall asking my father one time for some relationship advice and his response surprised me. It was just four words, go to couples therapy. It was the best advice I could have ever received and ever since I've been no stranger to couples therapy. From my perspective, relationships need good foundations, but even foundations crack every once in a while, and a good therapist understands how to impartially deepen your connection without bouncing on open wounds. And now Regain Couples Therapy by BetterHelp allows you to do that from the privacy and comfort of your own home online, fitting your schedule and your needs. So if your relationship is having some ups and downs, or if you just want to work on yourselves together, try Regain from the comfort of your own home on your own schedule. The best relationships are always worth fighting for, and now you can try something new in therapy. Visit Regain.com slash BTY today to get 10% off your first month. That's Regain.com slash BTY. If you take any advice from me ever about relationships, it's go to couples therapy. Visit Regain.com slash BTY as in best to you. That's Regain.com slash BTY. And thank you to Regain Couples Therapy by BetterHelp for being a sponsor of the commercial break. This episode is sponsored in part by Claritin. Do you hear that? Do you hear that absolutely irritating voice that I have right now and all the sinus congestion? Twice a year, we call that the Atlanta flu. That's because those of us who suffer from seasonal allergies can really find it quite miserable during the spring and during the fall. The nasal congestion that can cause pounding headaches, the irritating throat drainage, the coughing. Sometimes I can't taste my food and it can really make some of my days unbearable. Luckily, for those of us who do live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Claritin D, quite frankly, changed the allergy game for me. I've been taking it for a number of years, and it's got fast symptom relief that starts working on my allergies and nasal congestion in as little as 30 minutes. The double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. All of those symptoms are familiar to any seasonal allergy sufferer, and I just love this product. It's actually kind of serendipitous that I am suffering from allergies today. Just took my Claritin D, and I quite frankly look forward to the relief, and so I don't sound like a duck. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at your pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Please use as directed, and we want to thank Claritin for being a sponsor of the commercial break and a reliever of Brian's allergies. Allergy symptoms. Thanks, Clariton. When when you look at the most successful people in the world, a lot of them are tall. Uh huh. And I feel like Elon Musk, uh, Donald Trump, like him or don't like him, he's yeah. done some things in his life, right? Um, I can go. I, you can go mm-hmm. on and on. I think Steve Jobs was notoriously tall. I think uh, mm-hmm. there's lots of tall people. Howard Taylor Stern. Swift. Taylor Swift. There you go. Howard Stern. Like, you know, yeah. you look at the entertainment industry. There's a lot of tall people and a lot of short people, I guess, too. Tom Cruise, 5'4". Um, 
Sorry, I'm, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Five four and Scientologist, and he was with Nicole Kidman, who is like yeah, way, five foot ten, five way foot taller 11. than him. Yeah, there's something about being tall. Uh-huh. I think that puts a certain perspective. You get a certain perspective that does yeah. make you feel in charge. Yeah, and therefore you're like a natural leader. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. People who are taller live shorter lives. Just remember that. So while I may not be as tall as Elon Musk, (laughs) I am definitely more successful, financially much better off. And (laughs) okay, I'm I'm waiting for my hundred thousand dollar bonus. God damn it! I'm not Taylor Swift. I'm not handing out hundred thousand dollar (laughs) bonuses. What's the point in working here? (laughs) I don't know. If I'm being real honest, we're all still trying to figure that out. Fine, I'm just sticking around for a little. The ever, the ever changing, the ever shifting sands of time here at the commercial break i you just look at people who are tall and you sense that they mm-hmm. they have an advantage they in life things they know things yeah that's me the weather is different up there they, they call me big brain tina I how, how tall are you without i'm only five things. nine i'm not that tall oh okay yeah yeah but Astrid's, i just seem tall i think i have got broad shoulders and take old biddies and people are just like wow <laughs> you just seem like you people feel yeah. like there's your presence when They're you walk like, in the room Damn. <laughs> Look at that hot ass bitch. Look at that hot bitch with big titties and platform shoes and hot dog Martins. Yeah, Look at those platform yeah. docks. She looks fucking fire. A broken knee and the, one of the most yes, successful executive editors ever Don't of the Don't talk about my break. knee. Uh, I can't bring your knee into it. You don't want to bring your knee into it? What's I'm up? still restrengthening. You're doing good. You don't, uh, you don't walk with a gimp. Most of the time, this morning was a little rough. Oh. PT is we'll hard, get there. man. Yeah, you'll get there. I just look at everybody who's tall and I feel like, you know, they just have a different perspective on life. And I mm-hmm. think that there's a bit of confidence that comes with being tall that yeah. can help you navigate your your way through the world. I, 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 I Like when I worked in the real estate industry, a lot of the most successful mm-hmm. developers were really tall or yeah. really short. One of the two. Really tall, that really makes short. Sense. Like the yeah. Oppenheim, Oppen, Oppenheimer? <laughs> the Oppenheim <laughs> twins? The, Opp- the little bald ones. You know, selling sunset. Selling Sunset. Do you not know about Selling Sunset? I know about Selling Sunset. Is that those guys who sell all those? The two little bald twins okay. who sell all the like multi-million dollar mansions. Are and they, they little have... like actual little people? Yeah, no, they're just qu- they're just quite small. Oh, they're, okay. they're small men. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they have this like this rack of women working for them who are all just like stunning tall goddesses. Really? Slash like now it's a TV show. They probably have like six seasons now or something. I don't know. Of Selling and, Sunset um, or of their own show? Selling Sunset, which is okay. their show. Well, I've seen Selling Selling Sunset. Oh, But yeah. I, I don't, I can't remember the two bald twins. Jason is one of them. Oh, okay. And there's another one. Are we are we crushing here on the show on Jason? No. Oppen, Oppen, I, well, you know what? Is? Maybe I am a little bit. Dude. Tell me. I don't know. Some successful, even if not short, dude walks in he's got a big old pocketbook if you're selling sunset you're uh-huh. a millionaire if you're selling Absolutely. sunset and you do and if you do your job halfway decently you're yeah. a millionaire Absolutely. you know how much money those guys make on each of those transactions yeah. millions and millions of dollars i would gladly be a, a little i wanted to say boy toy but that's but i'm not a <laughs> i'm not, not a boy, a boy toy, toy. you'd be a girl toy, the girl toy. <laughs> I, gladly i think this is i i think that there is Something, there's something powerful about being tall. There's something mm-hmm. motivating about being short. Sure. And that motivation is a chip on your shoulder. I think I work best when I have a chip on my shoulder. I know a lot of people who do this, they work mm-hmm. better when they have a chip on their shoulder. They're under stress. They're backed into a corner. They have to fight their way out. And I think that when you're tall, 
the you may mm-hmm. feel like the world is your oyster. Maybe. And when you're short, you may feel like, why the fuck did I get the short end of the stick? No pun intended, pun yeah. intended. So I feel like that there's a lot of people who are successful tall, but then there's a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of also short people who just work really they, hard, really hard because yeah. they feel like they have to. Yeah. You know, it's funny though, like as a taller woman, I won't say tall because I'm not like that tall. You're kind of tall. Uh, yeah. But like, I don't want to take it away from the six foot bitches, you know, <laughs> they're enough. my queens. They're my president. And, um, <laughs> sorry. So anyway, I love it. There, there's something like I've always wanted to be like a small petite woman. Mm. Like I had always wanted that growing up. Like I hated yeah. being tall. Um, but my grandma is a very shout out to Granny. <laughs> She's a very small petite go, woman. Granny, go, and like go. she always like every time I'm around her, she goes, "Oh, she goes, I wish I was tall." Because she'll be like, "Can you get that jar for me, or whatever?" She has a little a little spatula she uses to scoop them off the top shelf and toss them into oh her my hand. God, I love your grandma. She's incredible. Yeah. She's honestly incredible. Um, I love her so much. But she. Yeah, so she's always given me a lot of confidence in being tall. Yeah. But, like, I think, I feel like short people always want to be tall. Tall people always want to be short. It's just complicated. I think you're 100% right. And, you know, I think, like, my wife is my same height. And there's always been this discussion between the two of us. Mm-hmm. When we're going somewhere when we have to take pictures, she's really considerate. She's like, do you oh, want me to wear yeah. heels? Should I wear heels or should I not wear heels? I would never do that. I know you would never do that. That's why you and I aren't married. <laughs> well, um, that's one of the many reasons you and I one aren't married. <laughs> yeah, not to I'm mention not, we barely know each other not, outside <laughs> of our professional relationship. That probably I'm would stop I'm just not us. that considerate. Uh, but she's always considerate in that way. But I always, of course, I don't care. Honestly, I really don't. Yeah. So I'm like, wear the shoes that they make you feel good. If you yeah. if you feel good in the shoes, wear the shoes. But I always have to like prop myself up a little bit <laughs> in the in the photos just so it doesn't look like I'm gonna too I'm going to get strange. you some lifts for, the, for Christmas. Uh, I just want to – you give me a pair of bright blue Doc Martens. We're talking like that color blue, like okay. the background blue you get me bright blue doc martens with lifts they may never come off my feet just like they didn't for the first 10 years of my adult existence i love that that vision christina uh-huh you are uh young you're hip yeah. you're in with the kids sure you know how how things go out there in the irl you're not on the internets you're out there a mixed amongst the young folks yes i would say so and there's, there's this, like, I don't know how to say this without being a total asshole, so I'll just say, oh, go say off. it out loud. Be an asshole. I feel like there is a push by mm-hmm. some younger folks right now mm-hmm. to really bring the world backwards when Ugh. it comes to um, the female form. Uh-huh. I really do. And I don't think I'm exaggerating this because I'm out on the internet all the time looking for this kind of content so that Mm -hmm. we can have it on the show. It's, you know, the show is subversive and it's satirical and all that stuff. But there seems to be a lot of women out there on YouTube, TikTok, Mm -hmm. Instagram that are romancing Mm -hmm. the time when women's place was in the home. Yeah. Or the perceived woman's place was in the home. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. They want to live their lives like that. That's cool. I have no, yeah. you know, whatever you choose to do with your life, however you choose to live it, that's your personal choice. I have no say in it. I don't care for the way sometimes it's splayed out there. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really counterproductive. In my opinion, it's counterproductive. And I know that you are one of these women that are trying to pull us back to the 1920s. 
Yeah. So I, in I an hate F- working. <laughs> you want to be a housewife? I will marry rich. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think this Oppen dude, these Oppen yeah, twins. The twins. Yeah, the twins. I don't, can't you remember could, their names, but I know that they're rich and bald. <laughs> you could be a thruple and an instant reality Go celebrity it, if you would just get with those Oppen twins. Let's be honest. I'd be amazing on reality television. I, know you I would, would start so many fights. <laughs> because you know reality television really well. Yeah. Oh, and before we forget, before we get to the meat okay. and potatoes of the show, Christina has oh. her own podcast, which is oh, part of the me. reason why she sounds so good behind the microphone, <laughs> is because she's been on the microphone many times before so tell the folks tell the good people at home about your podcast tell them where they can find it tell them where they can listen okay well my podcast is called to all the rom-coms we've loved before i co-host with sarah kelly she's a comedian really funny an expert on rom-coms like she honestly knows so much about pop culture i feel like such an idiot around her she's amazing so yeah we just we chat shit about rom-coms you get old ones new ones the ones that are Republican propaganda secretly. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really fun. You're also very sm- soft-spoken about your politics on the show. So, <laughs> Sorry. It's a Republican beehive over there. It's like a conservative beehive mm-hmm. over on your show. <laughs> I no, you don't 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 apologize for for. I am who I am, yeah, and you, you guys you. should know by now. I'm not going to change. You. No, <laughs> um, but I, I do have to say this: I have listened to the show. I've listened uh-huh. to hours of the show actually, oh. and I find it to be really funny. And the banter is is really, it's really good. You two are really good together. Oh, thanks. You have a similar, if not more sparky, like more sparky back and forth going on between the two mm-hmm. of you. But I feel like. It's a lot like the commercial break in the sense that it's two friends that mm-hmm. know each other well that are getting together to rib each other yeah. about certain things and talk over some material that can be really funny. Yeah. So we might be a little spicier. I think you're spicy. <laughs> a little spicier. Yeah. There's a lot of cussing that goes on in that oh show. My a God. lot of fucking cussing. Oh, so much fucking cussing. Yeah. I just can't stop. I'm so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tone it down sometimes because I feel I like I'm being so bad about my cussing too. But you two take the cake. Yeah, if you bad. had a coin jar, we'd all be rich. Right I just, now. I just doesn't even cross my mind anymore. Why you know? the fuck would it? Why the fuck yeah, would it? No one monitors these podcasts. Yeah, no, no one gives a I'm, shit. I'm always like, who the fuck is listening to me? It's about all this bullshit. I don't know. No one. <laughs> and they're funny. Go take a listen to the podcast one more time. The name is "To All the Rom Coms We've Loved Before." Okay, go check that out. <laughs> so, in an effort to jolts Christina out of her clearly backwards ideas about where women should be in this world right now, I thought I'd pull up some material that would let you know just how silly this all is. And of course, it comes from the right-wing Christian nationalist groups. And listen. God bless. God bless. God bless. (laughs) So I don't give a shit what your personal political beliefs are. However, when I hate what I dislike with a passion is when people have completely ass backwards ideas mm-hmm. that they push on other people in the service of religion. Ugh. That drives me it's fucking proselytizing crazy. for it's, me. Oh God, Makes Christina me just crazy. drives me crazy. <laughs> yes. Doing so much harm. Pisses me right off. In the service in in the thought that they're doing anything good mm-hmm. is just like beyond me. And one of the things that drives me a little bit batty mm-hmm. is when Christian men and women mm-hmm. decide that they're going to use the Bible to figure out how to continue this incredible chauvinism into 2023. It's insane. So without further ado, I was trolling on the internet. As you do. As I do like to do. Oh, look, you stepped right oh in there. God, we didn't I, even I practice like, oh, that. Wow. Here we go. 
<laughs> we have reviewed some of this material before Chrissy and I have, but I found a new couple that I'd certainly like to review who are talking about a Christian's wo- a Christian woman's place in the home. Even Blue's <laughs> upset about this, if you can hear in the background. <laughs> That's episode Ooh. number 412 out of 413 that Blue's been in, just letting you know. <laughs> All right, let's take a listen to these two ding-dongs and see what they have to say about what God has to say about what a a woman's place is in the home. We once heard an old preacher say, you want to know what the secret to a good marriage is? Yes, ma'am. And we were like, no. (laughs) This is a huge idol in our culture. The whole thing of like pleasing your wife, uh, being a servant to your wife. You know, just being yes, nice ma'am. To her. Being nice to her, letting her out of the house every <laughs> once in a while, not making her do every chore in the house. Letting Maybe saying hello to your own children every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, eh, Christina, opinions are overrated. I, I've heard a lot of them from women, and I got to be honest. <laughs> women don't know things. If you only knew things, we're just if, stupid. If you could only come up with a good idea, then maybe I'd listen. <laughs> but like I keep telling Astrid, I'm not sure what you just said because I wasn't listening. <laughs> And a lot of people say that, like, happy wife, happy life. A lot of this just comes down to our cultural frame of weak men and strong women. You know, this (laughs) This has nothing to do with weak men, strong women. This has to do with you twisting the Lord's word to make sure that your wife doesn't speak up at all so that you have an easy life so you can whack off, eat cereal in your boxes Uh on the couch and not pay attention to your goddamn children. (laughs) Literally, he's like, "These, these women... They have opinions, and I hate that. I am not about to I listen to no woman tell me what to do. I don't want you to be happy. Yeah. I want you to just shut up and stand there. I'll tell you whose fault this is. Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kamala. Kamala. Where did Kamala go? Now, this is the feminist dream. <laughs> Feminism is not about <laughs> equality between the sexes. It's about an inversion. So women becoming men... And then libertarianism, men becoming women. What in the good fuck? Believe me, buddy, that is not it. That is not at all true. I think you got that mm. all wrong there, buddy. I do not want to become a man. <laughs> you do not want to become a man. And libertarianism no. is not about men becoming women. No, that's not the definition, bud. Yeah, and some of those manly men, quote unquote, that you know that, that are world famous, Consider themselves libertarian. They are hardly shrinking violets. And I I would argue that some of them do not see the point of view Uh -uh. of a female. That's just what I would argue. I don't know them personally. I'm not trying to, you know, cast stones. I'm not saying any names. But this guy has Mm -hmm. it completely wrong. And I would argue. Mm -hmm. I would argue. That maybe somewhere on a corner of the internet, there are always extremes in every one of these quote-unquote groups, right? All these ideologies, all these religions. Mm -hmm. There's always extremes. You are an example of of extreme Christian behavior, right? But Mm -hmm. there are are feminists and libertarians that take it to the extreme. But that is, by and large, not what's going on. What is going on is that maybe the girls just want to have a say in how their own lives are run. We just want equal pay. Yeah. Equal pay. A little bit of respect. Control over our own bodies. Yeah, not this horrific power dynamic. (laughs) Yeah, it really sucks, man. It really sucks that you've been getting... I don't even want to go through it. You know what? (laughs) You're a jackhole. We already know it. You heard a great uh, word from... Elizabeth Elliott talks about how the woman's role is to respond and how it's the man's role to initiate. And that is very clearly um, what God's design was for with Adam and Eve in the garden. And... (laughs) Very clearly. Didn't you read it? It's explicit in the text. Hi, girl. 
<laughs> That's right, Carl. I don't know if I don't know. Even I have to disagree with you here. It's me, Carl, uh, preacher from Hillsong <laughs> Church, ex-preacher from Hillsong Church. And I just got to let you know, girl, you're getting this completely wrong. What God said is, don't let Carl preach on a full dick. That's what Carl said. I don't force women into giving me a blowjob before my sermon. I ask politely. They do it for God. They do it for Jesus. That's right. They're feminists. That's my D for Jesus. (laughs) I got my D up on the cross. (laughs) That's what the cross is, just two dicks. I'm sacrificing my D just like the Lord sacrificed himself. (laughs) Something's got to give, and it's my dick. Thank the baby. That's right. I believe in feminism. <laughs> Somehow I think that Carl might be more of a feminist than this guy is. Uh, genuinely. Yeah, I actually think Carl looks good compared to this uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. At least too Carl bad at asked. This moment. Yeah. <laughs> at least Carl asked. And did you see how this guy he really led her up to that question too? I know. He had to cut it so that she he could tell her what to say. That's right. He's like, <laughs> she and said, now's My your job turn. is to respond. Please tell me what to say yeah. so I can respond. I I'm supposed to respond. He's supposed to yes, initiate. Sir. Initiate. Yes, sir. What does initiate mean? I'm wondering. <laughs> I bet one day in the life of these people is total hell. Oh total my God. hell. My They're probably arguing 24 hours a day. Mm. And the sin came when Eve initiated and Adam responded. And <laughs> let's talk a magical fairy tale <laughs> and let's wrap our whole lives around it. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, it sounds completely plausible that Adam and Eve just clutch ate on to something here. I know. <laughs> Silly. We can see that today, um, that that is the main um, role and version of yeah. our culture. It's, it's our own lives that, that we've had to repent from yeah. and, and disciple out of our own upbringings in this culture. You know, for me, taught to be passive, taught to be the nice guy. Uh, you know, just say yes to everyone, servant leader. Just be nice. Uh-huh. Just walk around not punching women in the face for no reason. I'm just supposed to do that for no reason? That's not what the Lord said. Didn't you read Adam and Eve? Adam and Eve is not Adam and Steve, okay? I learned this from my grandfather, who was a perfectly rational man. Killed all three of his wives because they weren't subservient. God, I'm doing such an aggressive laugh today. I'm so sorry. No, be aggressive. Laugh it out. <laughs> this guy, he's like, he's like, you know what? Being nice really wasn't getting me laid. So I'm just going to no. start telling them what to do. They're That's like, oh, right. be the nice guy. Be the nice guy. And I'm like, you can be the nice guy and still be a bit of a shit. And still people don't want to shag you. And that's okay. I am literally proof that you can be nice <laughs> and still get your dick wet. You know what I'm saying, girl? Hey, who's that new girl in the chair, bro? <laughs> oh, that's Christina. Shut mm, Delicious. Gross. Find her on Hinge. I'm not allowed on Hinge. The judge said... <laughs> No great surprise. Oh, yeah, no, it's okay. All right, I got to go, guys. But don't worry, Christine. I'll drop some fat stacks on your mom's front porch. <laughs> Whoop. Although I'll take the money. Uh, you know, I've had- yeah, I'll take the money, too. <laughs> Split it with me if he shows up. You know I hate interrupting Brian when he's yammering, but he's always yammering, so it's kind of my only option. Anyway, it is about that time for me to remind you to go to tcbpodcast.com, text us at 855-TCB-8383, and check out our socials at The Commercial Break on Instagram and at TCB Podcast on TikTok. Go on. Brian needs this. And don't forget to go to youtube.com slash The Commercial Break for fully edited videos. I promise you're going to love them. Also, it would mean the world to us if you'd support us by supporting our sponsors. So let's have a listen to them, and then we'll get back to this episode of The Commercial Break. 
to repent of that because that's not good for my wife. That's not good for my mission. And likewise, your for me, my, it's like control the situation, make demands, um, be the one to initiate. Like that has um, been my experience, and that is what as girls we're pushed into through college. Like we're put into a position where that's how you have to survive yeah, is by take on the masculine being the initiative person. Yeah. So then, uh, 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 where were you uh, getting taught that? Well. I would have loved that. They have to make a connection between the liberal college education that everybody, you know, uh, argues about forcing you to be masculine and an idiot and all this other stuff. (sighs) Teaching you to be an independent human being Mm -hmm. is not teaching you to be some radical, you know, uh, feminist who can't look at men Mm -hmm. without, you know, heads popping off the shoulders. That's just teaching you how to be a human being, to ask for what you want, uh-huh. to initiate conversation, and yes, demand sometimes that you be treated equally. Yeah. It's not that big of a deal, dude. But the Adam and Eve story from the beginning, I think, sets it up, sets the entire rest of the Bible up for what's to come, mm-hmm. which is complete domination by men and very little mention of women, yeah. except for, you know. Mary, who like, oh, magically got pregnant. Oh, fuck your brother's wife. That's cool. <laughs> That's cool. Don't yeah. worry about it. It's, it's all not good. a big deal. Yeah. Kill that guy who just touched the pigskin. Kill <laughs> yeah. him. When you get married. Yeah, so when we got married, yeah, Kelly was very headstrong, very... Uh, Great editing job here by <laughs> this guy, by the way. <laughs> Great editing job. Demanding, very initiative in the masculine role. And here's me, the nice, kind, passive um, guy. And it's like... You know, a lot of resentment starts building. She resents me because I'm not taking the lead. I'm not having a vision. I resent uh, her because... Sounds like he's was just a little bit of a lazy shit. Yeah, it sounds like, dude, you just... Like, yeah. Sounds like you just sucked. It sounds Maybe like you still suck. Maybe if you were suck. just like a little bit nicer, <laughs> like <laughs> did more things around the house just in general, she'd probably like you more. I cannot imagine the conversation that goes down between Astrid and I where we identify our marriage, our troubled marriage, not not that we have one, but we identify our imaginary troubled ma- marriage mm-hmm. as the problem being that Astrid is not submissive enough <laughs> to me. I would argue that I would argue the exact opposite. <laughs> I would argue that uh, Astrid should take more initiative and keep us out of trouble. Why won't you just relax? Quit controlling quit things. Quit controlling things, and and you know, so it's like, oh my gosh, we we had to realize like this is not God's way. God's way is I needed to repent of being passive, of being a libertarian, of being well. She's her own woman. She can do what she wants. You know, as long as she's happy. It's like. No, that's that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. You shouldn't have your own happiness. <laughs> Why does he keep saying libertarian? That's not libertarian. He doesn't understand like, what's going on. I don't. Th- you you're really missing it there, buddy. Feminism that's... and libertarianism are two totally different yeah. ideological spins. The libertarians I know are not that nice to women. Well, listen, I agree with libertarianism. You do your thing, I'll do my thing, yeah. as long as we don't harm each other. That's kind of the basis of libertarianism. All the other extra extemporaneous bullshit mm. that comes along with it, I think, is just like a newly yeah. found. But you're attaching a meaning to libertarianism that has it's not at all true. Yeah, I, I don't think he gets it. <laughs> Liberalism might be what you're trying to say. Yeah, I think that's what he's I trying think so to too. say. Yeah, and I needed to repent of controlling and um, of being 
passive aggressive when I'm trying to control him into doing things instead of just praying for him. So now the frame that we find ourselves in. <laughs> praying for him. I pray that he starts doing the dishes. <laughs> I pray. I pray that he'll fix that uh, freaking shelf. I pray that that limp dick gets hard sometime. <laughs> I yeah. pray this Viagra works. That might be the big issue in this marriage. You never know, Christina. We Little have reviewed stranger videos pain. than this. <laughs> it's like, all right, Lord, what do you want us to do? And so for me, it's like, as the man, I have authority in the relationship of I am the one who's going to have to give account for what our marriage, for what our family, for what our life amounts to. To who? Because to who? Who are you giving this account to? Are you giving like an actual to account? God, like a bank account? Ryan, yes. To God. 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 Who has a penis, by the way? We don't know that. I was at a store the other day. I swear to God. Not the other day. This was a couple months ago, actually. I go to the store. There is a lady that's at the that's at the vegetable in the vegetable thing and i'm trying to grab some vegetables or fruits or something and so i said excuse me ma'am i just want to grab something in front of you you know i'm just being trying to be polite let her know i'm about to stick my hand in front of where Mm -hmm. she's at because she'd been standing there for a minute and she goes oh no god bless you son may you have a blessed day and i go i really do hope that god blesses the rest of my day I really like her. That's what I said, right? I oh, really like oh, her. I was like, you're, okay, yes, I'm, I'm with just, you. I was just having a little fun, right? I yeah. said, I really like her. And she goes, did you just call God a she? And I go, I did. And he, she goes, that is not accurate. And I said, because you know how. And oh. she goes, because of the Bible. And I was like, uh, well, the Bible has turned out to be mostly 100% accurate. <laughs> so, and by the way... I don't think anybody ever mentions whether God has a penis or not. Yeah. So I was just having fun with it. Kelly, her what she has to give an account for is did she submit to me? And did she oh pray for me? And did she honor me? Now, a lot of people are just, their minds exploded this. My mind would have exploded at this. Like, you know, 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh, Scott, you misogynist. But it's like, no, like. He had to put the gay affectation on that. Yeah. There's a, there's a very real scriptural authority that like if i just say well lord like she's her own thing like you know what she and the devil do in the garden <laughs> is up to her and the devil i was you know <laughs> what she and the devil do if you would ask me 10 years ago before i got brainwashed <laughs> i probably would have said has <laughs> i feel like that's a, what people just say about me just regularly they're like well what you're doing with the devil <laughs> You're just, that's up to you. You and the devil. That's my tagline. What, what Brian and the devil do is up to them. <laughs> Asshole. It's this woman you gave me, Lord. Like, you know, and that is what so many of us do. We abdicate and we watch her eat, you know, eat the, the fruit of becoming a man, of becoming God. Mm-hmm. And we're like, well, let's see if she dies. And unfortunately, this goes. What in the good fuck is this guy talking about? Let's see if she dies. All the way from family into institutions, you know? Can a woman become a policeman? Can a woman become a boss babe? Can a woman become (laughs) a pastor? Can a woman become a soldier? Like, we're all of us guys, all of us fathers and brothers and husbands are just sitting by and being like, well, let's see. Because we're, we're afraid. We're afraid of her being upset 
because that's, you know, a woman gets all upset. Like, this is misogyny of the most incredible type. I'm just like, what the fuck? I cannot believe that this guy is saying this, that like, a woman can't be a firefighter or what? a soldier. Or a boss babe. Or a boss babe. <laughs> a boss babe. It's like, a boss babe? I was like, speak for yourself, yeah, bitch. speak for yourself, dude. <laughs> What the hell? Wow, this going through his head. I want to know what happened to them in the last ten years that he went from. Buddy, if we're going to talk about being the masculine, you might want to grow a full beard. Yeah, and a full dick. (laughs) I mean, just want to go there. Just, just say. Okay, okay. As long as you're happy, what'll make you happy? And it's like that is bad fatherhood. That is bad husbandry. You know, husbandry is when you have two cows fuck each other. <laughs> that's not That's not the word. This guy is I mean, totally off base. The biggest issue here is just that you can't fix stupid, can no, you? No, you can't. And he's proven it right mm-hmm. now over and over again. And she's I, just sitting. Look at her eyes like, right now mm-hmm. in this paused position. Yes. She's yes, like, oh, sir. God, just let me get through this video. And I promise yeah. I'll run away as fast as I Honestly, can. I'm like imagining that what kind of resentment is building up in her now. If she was mad at him for not, you know, doing the dishes. Yes. I'm like, imagine that over the years, what is going on it's in there? Bubbling. She must be having just the worst time. The, you're just being when, a, when uh, she gets in therapy. Shit's going to hit the fan. When they get a divorce. Not if they get a divorce. When When they get a divorce and she eventually comes out of the cocoon and she goes to therapy to start to heal herself or yoga or whatever when she meditates, Mm -hmm. she's going to start to realize what a terrible situation she was in because this guy is controlling her Mm -hmm. and using the Bible to do it, which is no different than someone using a rope to kidnap somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, it isn't. Honestly, it Mm -hmm. isn't. You're brainwashing this this poor girl. And you're brainwashed yourself. I don't know what you're thinking here, dude. Uh, nuts. Yeah. Absolutely don't, nuts. Uh, totally. We don't give in to our children's temp, uh, tantrums. And we don't give in to our wives' tantrums. Since when do I not give in to my children's <laughs> tantrums? I give in every day to my children's tantrums. <laughs> said, and we don't give in to our wives' tantrums. And wives' tantrums. Like, what about yours? You're having one right now. You're literally having a conniption fit yeah, on this video. Like you forced her into this video. I know. And now you're talking about this online, which is so embarrassing. By the way, can I say this? For those of you that aren't watching, this is two white, middle-aged people uh, sitting in front, in their home, in a living room type area, in front of a like a brick fireplace. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the decoration in their home. And I'm wondering <laughs> which 1970s design, which uh, which person took the DeLorean back to 1970 to bring this stuff forward into yeah. their house. Because anytime you put a ladder as decoration <laughs> in your home. But like with no blankets. Like, no blankets, no towels, no nothing. Nothing on it, yeah. just a plain just ladder. A ladder. Just a ladder. Just going to prop this ladder up here. It looks good, doesn't it, hon? It's... it's- <laughs> Bad. This is what happens when the men make the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Ugly house, ugly life. If it if it was up to me, if I was to make all the de- design decisions in this house, it would re- literally look like this studio with Pearl Jam posters on the wall. It's not great. That's not a good look. I don't think you even realize that you that's that you have those traits until you get married, mm-hmm. and then it's like a mirror, <laughs> and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, I thought I've worked through so much because yeah. i would say we did as singles we did we did great we, we were sincere after the lord yeah and then you get married <laughs> sincere after the lord you guys were fucking like bunnies everything we was great. great you were a nice guy we were sincere after the lord <laughs> after the lord <laughs> something i cannot say for myself i know it just drives me so <laughs> fucking crazy so brainwashed and it's like whoa like i have a lot of work to do yeah. but it all comes down to doing things God's ways. When you do things... Here's God- a, a terrible part about this. This woman seems relatively level-headed and smart. Yeah. Like, she's well-spoken. 
it seems like she would just be a like kicking ass and taking names if it wasn't for her husband absolutely smothering her. Yeah, it seems like it. Yeah. God's ways, and when you follow God's ways, there is a blessing to that. And I, we've talked about this often. Most of our arguments have come from an inversion of our roles. Yeah, when me we, being weak and me, not leading, and when I'm reaching instead of responding. And so a lot of people will be like, "Whoa, Scott, this is like you're saying your wife is upset and that you're the person." It's like, no, you don't understand. It's all from me. It starts with the man. It starts with my frame. What? Fr- <sighs> that just really is fucking annoying. It does not start with you, you dipshit. You are just one person. Other people also exist. But this is this is the frame of reference that some of these Christians, and it's not just mm-hmm. Christians, there's lots of ideologies out there that have this same spin on it. And let me remind everybody, at least from my point of view, my perspective is that religion in and of itself, not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. If it makes you happy, it makes yeah. you a better person. If it makes you feel more whatever, if it makes you feel better, awesome. I just think that the the ideology and the dogma are two totally different things. And the dogma is what gets me. It's absolute brainwashing. You can't think for yourself. You have to use the words and twist them up. All these, you know, the Bible or whatever, the Torah, whatever it is that you're using to twist it all up. Mm -hmm. It gets all twisted up. And here, what he just said is the root of all of the problems, is that it all starts with the man Mm -hmm. or the priest or the pope, or whatever, you cannot have a relationship with God on your own. You have to have a conduit, and in a marriage, that conduit is the guy, is the man. I don't understand. Why can't she have the same relationship? It's, Why can't she initiate things? It's just crazy, and it's it's like we know that like having men in these like religious positions of power has caused problems. Yes. And I'm not saying like it, whatever, it needs to switch around. I don't know. For me, I'm like, again, I'm like, you do what you want to do, but if you are going to cause harm to people, then I am not about it. Yeah. I'm not about it. Do no. not force anyone into your views. Do, don't do that. That's not cool. <laughs> don't force anyone into your views and don't force your poor wife to sit there and in the, uh, on a, in the corner, yeah. on the couch for the rest of her life because you have heard, have taken, have read your scripture in a way yeah. that allows you to basically kidnap someone's spirit. It's yeah. fucked up. And it's like, the thing is, like, if you are in a relationship and you want to have a little bit, like, it sounds like it was very unequal before. Yeah. If you want to have a little bit more of an equal relationship or, like, change the give and take, like, if you want to be a little bit more submissive, like, go for it. Sure. Like, if that is what works for you and you feel, you both feel, like, cared for and, like, taken care of and whatever, that's great. But, like, don't come out here on YouTube and, like, put this shit out here being, like, you need, it all starts with me. It all starts with me. And you need, women just need to do what their husbands say. And that's in the Bible. That's in the Bible. I, I mean, it might not say explicitly, but, like, I could tell. And also the Bible, man, is it real? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But it's this is my world. You're just living in it. That's you all know? Right. That you're 100% right, <laughs> other dick-having human. Dick having human. Yeah. <laughs> I know. What if I just pretended? What if I put a little, like, eggplant in my pants and went around and I was like, look, man. Look, man. Look, man, man, man. I'm actually a little Delulu, and I feel like if, like, I could pass for, like, a male country singer if I really wanted to. No. I think I could. I I have the voice, you know? You got a little bit of the voice, but your <laughs> voice is a little t- I think I don't know. I think I could I think I could do it. All right. Co- t- say like a two sentences in your country voice. Uh, I'm well, going to close I'll my I'll do eyes. a little M- Morgan Wallen here. Okay. There you go. Last night. <laughs> Wait. We 
We let the liquor talk. I think I could do it. Okay, it's not bad. It's not bad. Maybe it's because you're sitting right in front of me that yeah, I can't perhaps. like totally get the vision out of my head. But Let you us do know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> and imagine my big old dick too. You know? I know. Uh, join us Monday when Christina comes in as a man. <laughs> when I reveal my big old dick. <laughs> when we have country singer, country singer superstar, Chris. Chris. Am I holding for her to fill? You know, so there's this whole kind of um, idea of a man will provide a frame and a woman will fill it. And if there's no frame, then the woman goes into chaos. There's no boundaries. There's no strength. There's no, and there's anxiety. And there's, uh, I'm just going to say women are the ones providing the frame physically. Yes. And you're filling the frame, if you will. That's what I'm talking about, girl. <laughs> I knew I liked this Christina chick, Brian. Keep her on the air. Hey, it's me, Carl, and I just wanted to say that's absolutely right, Christina. It says in, it says in the Bible, you provide the provide hole the to frame. the frame, and I shall fill it with the word and the semen of the Lord. <laughs> the word of the Lord. Fill it. With the wet word of the Lord. And that's fill all I got to say. Fill my hole with fill, the word of the Lord. I'm, if there's a hole that needs filling, I find it. <laughs> Carl is on it. Don't worry, girl. I got you covered. I'm going to fill every frame you you got. That's right. Go empty that frame. I'll come back. I'll fill it again. This guy's so barf. Uh, You know, what are we doing? What are the vision? And then that's why a woman gets into, uh, like, I'm going to reach. I'm going to provide frame. And then the guy's like, okay, it was actually a lot of hard work providing frame. I'll just fall into your frame. And so it's this thing that we're constantly having to repent of in our life of like, it's not that she's evil or that I'm evil or like, oh, it's a be- like terrible uh, marriage or terrible partnership. It's like, no, this is the struggle of our generation. This is the struggle of our culture is weak men and strong women. That is most definitely not the most worrisome thing about this culture in any way, shape or form. Nah. Let me go down the list. This is... What keeps me up at night when I think about my 10 to 12 children, some of them having to be, uh, you know, vagina having humans. I am so worried that one of them is going to bring home a dipshit like this. And I and the more that I dislike him, the more that she'll like him. Ooh, that's concerning. Yeah, that's concerning. We'll get Chrissy on the case. If Chrissy can just talk to my daughters. I mean, I think my wife can probably have that conversation, yeah. too. But, but then I, if if Astrid hates him, too. Uh, then it's going to be two against one. Yeah, so you yeah. got to get Chrissy to be like the cool aunt. I you know. know. Anytime that my dad said something to me, I did the exact fucking opposite. Yeah. Then 28 years later, I woke up one morning <laughs> and said to myself, my dad was fucking right Shit. about everything. <laughs> Every single fucking thing. I'm not there yet. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're still a baby. It's fine. I got time. I'm fine. You're going to wake up 35 and you're going to go, my parents were always right. You go, oh, shit. Because, I don't know, for some reason, parents are always right. Yeah, I guess. Well, listen, uh, to the wet noodle and his wife, uh, congratulations on your happy, uh, uh, it seems like very constructive marriage you have going on there. I'm glad I'm not your neighbor. Oh. <sighs> God, they'd be so annoying about trees and stuff. Oh, God, yeah. If I tried to take down a tree. say, repent! Repent! (laughs) Hi, neighbor. I thought I'd come over and ask you if you wanted to come to church with us this morning. (laughs) No, I've got to stick some hot needles in my eye, but uh, try me again next Sunday. Thanks very much. I appreciate it. 
No, I'd rather be kidnapped. I appreciate it, though. Thanks. (laughs) TCVpodcast.com. That's where you go to find out more about the show. You can watch all the uh, watch all the video, listen to all the audio. It's all there, one place. Huge library, lots of hours of the commercial break. If you can get through it, so many. You can also drop us a line on the contact us page. Just hit the contact us button. There's a drop down menu. Says I want my sticker. The brand new TCB bumper sticker is in production right now. I'm not going to say it out loud. I'll wait until I can show it. But it is, I think, the best one yet. Um, so that's my personal opinion, mainly because I made, I decided on what the next sticker was going to be. Uh, but if you want your sticker, hit the drop-down menu. I want my sticker. 626-ASK-TCB3. That's 626-ASK-TCB3. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, leave us a voicemail. We may play on air at The Commercial Break on Instagram, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. And TCB Podcast on TikTok. Okay, Christina, that's all I can do for today, but I will say best to you. Best to you. And best you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Christina and I will say, we do say, and we must say, goodbye. I take a dick and keep on licking.